Welcome listeners to my podcast, Amy with a Y, and I'm your host, Amy. Today we're doing a girlfriend hour episode, and I have my sister, Missy. You want to say hi? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> we actually attempted to record this, and because of my lack of editing skills, we got phone calls, and ha- I thought I paused it, but I hit stop. So now I know better. So this is take two, really. <laughs> Yeah, it's my fault. I hit the wrong button. I hung up. <laughs> I should have hit pause instead of stop. Like we talked about last week, not my spiritual gift. Um, okay, so I had my mom on here and um, to do a girlfriend hour, and I've had my best friend and some people I've met on Facebook, but I knew when I started this podcast I wanted to have my sister on here because... I I think I've told her before, but she's definitely someone that I look up to so much, and I just love who God made her, how she lives her life, her heart, the things that she desires, the way she meets goals. I've talked about it before in several episodes, and I wanted to be able to have her on to tell her side of different things, um, and so I'm very excited to do this, and we're going to start out with... Uh, I wanted to ask her how it was uh, growing up with her childhood, being the baby of our family, and being my sibling, because I know I can be a bit much. Um, At least that's what I've been told. Well, I have the honor of being the only uh, person who is your sister, so... (laughs) That is true, but I I love that you think it's an honor. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was born into a loving home youngest of three you guys you and Michael our brother were a lot older than me so I feel like in a lot of ways I was alone a lot I know and I feel bad because as soon as I got a job and a car like I took off but Michael kind of hung around a little bit more yeah and then um you guys went off to school and I begged to go to daycare because I was just alone and so when I went into daycare I loved it because I was just around people my age, like little kids, and it was just like one big party. I loved it. Well, (laughs) I'm glad you said that because mom was the most interested in this question that I asked asked because she wanted to know what it was like being the baby of the family. Um, She stayed home a lot with me and Michael when we were younger and before we went into kindergarten, but when we moved here to Northwest Arkansas, she had to go to work full time, and I know she felt guilty and really wanted to spend time with you, but... I think she felt good, and so did I, on the times that I got to go with her to pick you up. I know that the daycare or preschool that you went to, you seemed to really thrive there and enjoy your time. It wasn't something that you cried to be dropped off. It was something that you were excited to go do. Yeah, I mean, I think that was, too, because I was, it was my idea, you know. (laughs) And I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Please put me in school. I want to go to school. (laughs) That's awesome. And so, what else about, what about being my sibling growing up? (laughs) Well, (laughs) um, it was very fun. You have a lot of energy, a lot of joy, and just zest for life, and you made things fun. And I believe that my sense of humor and my, like, some of those same qualities in me, you never know, but I feel like some of that came from you. Oh, you know, that's awesome. Because of the environment. I mean, I don't know that, but I, you know, sure. that was just always there. 
Um, but also that, you know, there was some drama and some <laughs> <laughs> ups and downs, but, um, you, you're a good sister. Aw, I'm glad you said that. Cause I know we've talked about, you know, you tend to focus on the memories you remember of when you picked on someone or when something happened. Right. I, I tend to focus on the negative part more than the positive. I loved being the oldest because even though Michael and I, our oldest brother, we're only about 18 months apart. Being the oldest, I kind of felt like, even being that young, that I was, that I had kids of my own. <laughs> like yeah. my own Barbies and G.I. Joes and kids because I got, you know, I remember every single thing, especially with you, us being six or seven years apart. I remember everything from when you came home to, to now. Like every single aspect about your life I remember being involved in and and liking that, but I know that I kind of took off at 14, 15, and 16 and left you in the dust. And I know that's part of just life, but I do look back now as an adult and think, oh, I should have cultivated that more, you know? Yeah, but when you're a kid, you don't know that. I know. Yeah, it's only with what I know now. And I wasn't at home like, oh, what am I missing? You know, because <laughs> right. you don't know what you're missing. It's right. You, when you're a kid, you just kind of accept reality as it is and think that's how everybody is so it's yeah I mean no but it's not something I thought of so what um when you went to college what was something that how'd you decide what to major in or that you wanted to go um it's drilled into you so much in school you know I always I was a good student I made good grades and so honestly I didn't even question it it was just like now I go to, now I have to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even question it, which, you know, that sounds dumb now, but it was just the next thing to do because I was supposed to. And so I ended up going to community college uh, my first year because I got a scholarship and then I switched to the U of A um, the next year because all my friends went there and I felt left out. And I remember that's when Facebook like, the year I started college is when Facebook came out. And oh, my gosh, really? <laughs> you couldn't have an account unless you went to certain schools. Like, you had to use your school You had to use your school email to sign up. I didn't know that. No <laughs> wonder I didn't get a Facebook account for years. I didn't yeah, know that. It, it was just open to college students. And it was only some colleges. It wasn't everywhere. Ah. But anyway, I switched. Uh, I went to the U of A, and I was majoring in education. Um, but I really just was like, you know, I just don't think I want to do this. And I love to cook and I loved food and I was interested in all that. So I switched to dietetics, um, which is nutrition. But you had to do an internship away and I just really wasn't into it. It was like, I don't want to do this either. And I just was questioning, like, what do I want to do? I don't know what yeah. I want to do. And the Lord was working on my heart at that time. You know, and one day it just it dawned on me, like, I want to be a mom and I want to stay home. And that's the ambition that I have. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. Of course, if you have to, you have to. Yeah. But, you know, I just, that's where my heart was. And so at that point, I changed my major again, basically to get out as quick as I could. <laughs> yeah. Which most college students would probably agree. <laughs> right. So it, it ended up being, I got my degree in human environmental sciences, which is like, so there's a school of human environmental science at the U of A, and it's basically a, a home ec degree, basically like a modern home ec degree. So I took classes in sewing and food and child development and all kinds of fun stuff that I loved. 
So you enjoyed but, it after you switched to that? Yeah, I enjoyed all the classes. Um, that was one of my that. favorite classes I took in high school and junior high was home ec. Yeah. I liked I it a lot. Like it. I didn't like it so much in really? <laughs> junior high. That's yeah, funny. So we were yeah. opposite in that. But it's so hard when you're that young. You don't know what you're Oh, yeah. And, and there's so much now, pressure to know. I mean, I just don't feel like, even us being six, seven years apart, I didn't even have an advisor. I kept going to the community college. I wanted to go there, and they could never advise me on anything. So that's why I didn't go to college. It wasn't pushed on me. Um, I didn't have good grades like you, but I was wanting to do something, and I never got like the information or knowledge or someone walking beside me to let me know all the different things. It was something I regretted later that I didn't, but at the time I just didn't have the information. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I pushed myself to do it because, you know, mom and dad didn't push me. Yeah. They were good. I don't remember them pushing me. I think it was just in my own head. Like, yeah, you have to do this. This is what you do. The next step. Right. Yeah. So, um, did you only lived out on your own apartment for a little bit, right? Yeah, I moved out, um, but it was only for a few months because I was working full time and doing school. It wasn't I wasn't doing school full time, but like you know, it was a big, it was a heavy schedule still. Yeah. And it, I may have been doing full time. I can't remember what full time is. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, I had no free time. I had no life. And honestly, I don't know, like, I'm just somebody who values time over money or mm-hmm. time over just freedom. <laughs> yeah. And so it just, I just, it just didn't work. I was so stressed and I ended up getting a job at a different place. I had a child care. It was a private school just in the after school program. Uh-huh. And so it was just um, two hours after school on weekdays. And I loved it so much. I was broke because I didn't make very much money, you know, because I only worked, what, eight hours a week. Yeah. But I was so much happier, like, because my other job was retail, and I liked my job. I did not like the hours. I hated being, I hated working nights and weekends and holidays. I hated it. And so, I don't know. I forgot what we were talking about. Well, isn't it crazy how, I mean... Throughout the years now, as we're into adulthood, you and I, the fact that you can't put a price on joy or something you enjoy. Um, You know, there's times I made a lot of money, but it was so stressed out and didn't enjoy the jobs that I had. And the jobs that I enjoyed the most, I didn't make as much, but it didn't even seem to matter. Because your happiness seems to, for me anyway, outweigh that misery that some people feel, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's how it was for me. And I loved, I only did that for a year, but I was a lot more at peace and, you know, and you can focus on your school and anyway, yeah, I moved out and then I moved back home. So I was only in my own apartment. I had it with two other friends, but it was only like three months. Yeah. You've always kind of been a homebody, enjoyed being at home more than, yeah. Uh Um, so what about dating for you? Um, I don't know. I always had a conviction in my own heart that I didn't ever see the point in dating until I was ready for marriage or until I met somebody who at least I thought 
I could marry. Like, I didn't see the point in dating. So did you have that conviction, like, in junior high and high school? Yes. Wow. I did. But I was also really insecure around boys. Oh, me too. I think (laughs) I intimidated them because I, you know, had this terrible look on my face. (laughs) That's what I did too. (laughs) And the better looking you were, the more I shut down. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, there was not much danger, you know. Right. (laughs) Dating. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I just, I didn't see the point in it. Wow. That's awesome that that's something. Unless it was somebody who I felt like that was really compatible with. And that just never came along. Yeah. So how did you meet um, Mike, your husband now? Well, um, (laughs) so my second year in college, I had a group of friends who kind of, they were my friends in high school. And then, you know, we were still hanging out in college. And I never really felt, I had close friends, but I never really felt like I fit in with the whole group yeah like I'm more of a one-on-one or two like really close-knit group I like but it just wasn't for me it wasn't and so during that time the Lord was working on my heart you know when I decided I wanted to stay home and all that um I was also you know drinking some and I just had this conviction like you know I don't want to do this anymore. This is not, this is not what I want to do. And all of a sudden I stopped drinking and I don't have anything in common with those friends anymore. Wow. Right. And so that's the time, which I don't think I've ever told you this, but that's the time that you, we were going to fellowship our church and you invited me to go to singles group. And so it was like, well, I don't have any friends. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well make some. (laughs) I left all my friends behind. So sure. So, yeah, I went with you, and um, everybody was a lot older than me. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It didn't bother me. Um, maybe I didn't fit in that great with people my age. <laughs> anyway, all of that to say, we started going to singles group together, and then that's where you met Tim. Yeah. And you guys kind of coupled off. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and um, our, our group split and changed, and... Um, so I ended up making this whole new group of friends, which I'm still, that's still my group of friends. Like I'm still I know, in the to Bible this day. Yeah, I mean, it's completely changed the path of my life. But anyway, um, through that group, they invited, you know, people that they were friends with. And anyway, he ended up coming to group one day. And honestly, like, it's funny because, actually, I'm sorry, he didn't come to group. We went to Gator Golf. Oh, which yeah. Is a mini golf yeah. Um, place, and it's uphill, okay? <laughs> Way so uphill. <laughs> like, you start at the top and you go downhill, right? Yeah. So he was behind me uphill, and so my first impression of him was that he was just short <laughs> and he had tight Wranglers on. You know, and I was just like, oh, you know, somebody brought a friend. Like, I didn't think much about it. But looking back, it's funny. It's, I thought he was short because he was uphill, so we weren't like on level ground. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so tall in real life. Yeah, he's six two or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> so you know, I wrote him off as just being short. No. <laughs> but um, after that, we went on the boat for one of our other friend's birthdays, and he was there. And I just remember thinking he was fun, and I could be his friend or whatever. And he was talking to our other friend about going to, um, he had season tickets to basketball games. And he was sitting sitting there being like, yeah, I don't know who to go with. Who could go, who would go with me? And I'm like, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and so we went to a bunch of games. And I remember one time, so there was three tickets, two guys and me went to every game. <laughs> oh, my god! I remember gosh. one time, it was just going to be me and him. And I was like, I really honestly considered, like, backing out. Go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's a long drive from our house to the game it's like a 30 minute drive and I was like this is gonna be weird and awkward and I don't want to do it but it was just so you know how my kids I mean it was just so natural and, yeah. and easy and you know and comfortable and um so we built a friendship um I'm giving you like every detail here <laughs> that's okay <laughs> we love details <laughs> We built a friendship, and he liked me almost right away, and, you know, but it took me a while to realize that he was, that he was somebody that I wanted, because, you know, like I said, I took dating seriously. Right, I didn't right. I not date anyone unless I thought it would be a serious thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, one of his qualities, his personality traits is, um, oh, I can't think of the phrase, it's like... Once he makes a decision, he will stick to it till the end. Yeah, okay. which really I see in you, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, he's totally committed. Okay? Yeah. He had committed himself, not committed himself to me, but committed himself to liking me, to, I don't know. Yeah. To seeing if it would, I don't know, to the friendship. And anyway, we became really close friends before anything else happened. And I just remember thinking, like, and this is a weird thought, but I remember thinking, um, if I was dying of cancer, I know he would be there every day till the end. Wow. <laughs> like, I knew he was committed. Like, that's intense. <laughs> and we weren't even dating. Yeah. And that sounds a little weird, but it wasn't no. weird. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. I and then, it obviously, long... it turned romantic, and he proposed, and now he's my brother-in-law, and I adore him. Mm-hmm. Eleven years later... Wow. We are happily married. <laughs> three beautiful children. Oh, my heart. My nieces and nephews. <laughs> oh my gosh, my heart. Um, so I also wanted to know a little bit, tell me about your spiritual journey. Like how you were saved or if you remember when and how your relationship with God really affected everything that we even already talked about. Well, I don't remember life without Jesus. I feel I mean, the I same, which is same such way. a blessing. Yeah. yeah. It was just always there. I always believed in him, talked to him. You yeah. Know, it was just yeah. There. And I feel like I had a good spiritual life as a child, which, you know, you don't think of children having a good spiritual life. But I just feel like I was, you know, I prayed and I, I don't know, I just believed in him and we had a relationship, right? As innocent as a child's relationship could be. Yeah. Um, and the way I was saved was, I remember I came to my dad and I said, I had my little pink Bible and I said, show me where my name is uh, <laughs> in the book because I had heard at church that your name was in the book of life. Yeah. And so he got to explain all of that to me and we said the sinner's prayer and I, that's when I was technically saved, you know, which I was probably five or six. I don't know. That was pretty similar to my story too. Yeah. But I grew up, and in, I had a few years in high school and college where I kind of fell away from it, you know, which is I think is natural for most people. Um, but God really brought me back in college 
like I said, and then that's when, and I joined the group, the singles group, and I got rebaptized um, at some point after that. I don't yeah. know. It was, I think, after I graduated college. I got rebaptized because I, when I had gotten baptized the first time, I was in second grade. And, yeah. You know, I just wanted to recommit my life. I felt as that an way adult. too. Yeah. So, do you think the singles group, I, I feel this way too, but. Do you think that was a huge part of your growth in learning the habits of your commitment with God? Probably, yeah. I mean, it, it, who you surround yourself with is who yeah, you become, true. you know. Yeah. And so it really was just a good a good group of people to be around. Yeah. And that, you know, they influence you and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely shaped a lot of things in my life. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm super grateful for finding that church. And, you know, I found that church just to join the singles group because after my divorce, I wanted to kind of reunite with people that had my same beliefs. And I'm glad that you came alongside me, too, because, you know, I was nervous to go by myself. And I was glad when you joined the group. And I really feel like it helped me grow and in my spiritual journey. And I certainly loved that season of life. It was fun. Yeah, it was definitely a blessing and also like a pivotal moment in my life. Yeah. You know, like I chose that path and you yeah. chose to invite me. Yeah. So I would have ended up totally different, a totally different place. Yeah, Doesn't mean a same. bad place, but you know, if I hadn't have gone that way. And I love that we both met who we ended up marrying there. That's kind of really cool similarity for us. Yeah, I think there was a lot of weddings out of... <laughs> yeah, there were. <laughs> So, um, I also wanted to ask, um, motherhood, parenting, homeschooling, that is where you're at right now in your season. Tell me what that's like. Well, being a mother <laughs> and being a wife is my calling and I love it, um, and it's the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> I love that you're um, so sure. You've always been so sure about that. So I know that it's something God obviously spoke over your life because this has just been something you've said vocally and then just committed with your actions. And it's, I don't know, I look back now and think if I'd watched you raise your kids before I had mine, I might have done things differently. That's how much I look up to this role in your life and how committed you are to it. It's one of the things I adore about you. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's definitely been a calling, you know, just like, which our culture doesn't always understand. Yeah. Um, you know, just like someone else is called to be a nurse or whatever. I was called to be home. And I know that without a shadow of doubt. And I love it with all of my heart. Um, we didn't know for sure if we were going to homeschool. It was something that I was open to. Mm -hmm. And I went back and forth. I had Walker registered in kindergarten for public school. And I just couldn't. I just, we just both decided together, like, you know, let's just try it. Because it's easier to try it now and say, this, sure. is, this does not work. You know, easier to do it in kindergarten than later. Right. So I did it. And it's just, it's just an extension of, to me, of being a mom and a home like it just is the right fit I don't know and and I loved going back to you know I loved elementary so much yeah <laughs> it's like a, and 
you know, I don't, I didn't really want to be a teacher, but like, this is just, it's in my wheelhouse, I guess. Like, yeah, I just love it all. And of course, not, I, not to say it's every day is beautiful and perfect. Of course. By <laughs> it is very, very hard to teach your own children. Yeah. I mean, you know, I lose my patience all the time, um, but I don't regret it one bit. Well, and I haven't even got a chance to tell you this, but when I saw Kennedy this week and we spent time together, uh, we talked about that. And I asked her if she enjoyed being homeschooled or if she missed Mother's Day out. And she said she loves being uh, homeschooled and that you're her teacher. Yeah. Confirmation. I know. Is <laughs> they get older and you get into the teenage years, which is my season of life, things do change. But, you know, I... I know that the kids enjoy it as well. Well, as things change, we may make a different decision. Sure, but all sure. I know, all I know is I couldn't get away from it. You know, like, I tried to. I tried yeah, to I remember like, having I conversations. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do this, but it just kept coming up. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it. I mean, that's how you know it's from God when you're like, Lord, I mean, really? Is, is this really what's happening? Or can we just do a different way? That's yeah, how you know had, he's really no, saying. I had like a little meltdown the first like when walker started kindergarten the first day of school for like school students yeah that year i had a meltdown because i was like there's a there's a desk in his class because i had him registered yeah with his name on it and he's not there and he's gonna miss <laughs> all this stuff and it was terrible because you know i was thinking about my experience yeah because you enjoyed it. it so much and I, my friend texted me and just was like hey how's it going just out of the blue and i told her and she's like well I really hated school, so not everybody's like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank like, you. Okay, it made me feel better because it's like, okay, maybe I'm just weird and I don't know. It was hard. It's hard to go against culture sometimes. Oh, yeah, I especially mean, when, you know, it's so in our face with social media. It's so in our face. Yeah. So when you're doing something different than the, quote, norm, uh, yeah, that pressure and fighting against that, I, I definitely can see that. But I've, I've outgrown, like, you know, at first I was insecure about it, you know, like, am I doing the right thing? Are they caught up or whatever? But I've kind of outgrown that as the years have gone on. Yeah. It doesn't bother me like it did at first, you know, kind of like when you're a new mom, you're insecure about a lot sure. of things. Well, I also wanted to talk about, um, your blog. My sister has a blog that... I don't know if she'll even do it justice by speaking it right now, but it's huge. Like if you search on Google or Pinterest, you're going to find it's called uh, Graceful Little Honeybee. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about your blog and how that became something that's a passion for you as well and where that started and what it's become for you. Sure. Um, do you know why it's called Graceful Little Honeybee? I remember you told me, but now I'm, like, forgetting. So, uh, my middle name means Grace. Oh, right. My first name means Honeybee, and then my maiden name was Little. <laughs> ah, I had forgotten that, but that's so cool. And that's well, how you came up with that, the name? It kind of doesn't make sense. You yeah. Know, it's just, like, a weird name. But, um, so, I started it way back when blogging was a new thing. You know, like, what's a blog? You blog. Yeah. Um, and it was just a, it was, to me, it was just like journaling. Mm -hmm. I love to journal. So I'm like, oh, I'll start a blog. And I had read other, I read other people's blogs. And so, you know, I just put out like, uh, what I made, you know, like a recipe or what I was working on. Cause I'm 
always making things. I'm pretty creative. And so it was just a way to express, you know, to share. Yeah. Kind of like Instagram is now is what it was. In the it's kind of like the it podcast was. is for me right now. The things that I'm yeah, most interested just, in and just being expressive with it. Yeah. So it was a natural thing to do. It just fit with me I don't know I did it because I wanted to do it and it was a hobby yeah um and then after a few years I realized that you could like you know things started to change it wasn't always that way but like you know realize you can make money with this yeah and I decided to get serious about it and that's when I bought my dot com yeah (laughs) because at first it was like gracefullittlehoneybee.blogspot.com and so I invested in you know the actual domain name and I really just committed to it to just working as much as I could and that's when both my oldest were really young and so I just committed a lot of time to it it was my life basically my hobby you know they weren't in school yet and they were playing with themselves yeah each other so I just put a whole, whole, whole lot of work into it for a couple years, Um, and it really started to take off, and and it started to pay off, and I got more views, and that equals more money, because the way I make money is through ads on on mine, Um, but I actually got really burnt out. Like, I had this dream in my head, like, I'm going to make all kinds of money, and Mike's going to come home, and we're going to be together as a family, and it's going to be amazing, and he won't have to work. We'll come to find out he doesn't want to do that. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, why am I killing myself over this if he doesn't want that? So I pulled back to, like, minimum, and honestly, that's when my income went up. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and I do what I need to do at this point, Mm -hmm. but... I don't put as much as I could. I mean, I just kind of do minimum. Yeah. I love it, but... It's not your identity. Yeah, I, I. it's not my calling, you know, like we've been talking about. Other things are more important. And, mm-hmm. and when I burn out, I decided, you know, family and, and and being at home and all these things are more important. My blog has to be a lower priority under yeah. all that, you know, yeah. God and faith and family. And so... Um, I just, you know, just chugging along with it. And now my husband started his own business. And so we're actually living on my income. So I've had to put more in this year. Um, And it's a huge blessing that we have income from, you know, and I'm staying home. I mean, that's a huge blessing. And I never knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, And that's so from our lineage of prayers and blessings of our family, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. But sometimes it feels like, I don't know, like I created this beast that I have to keep feeding. (laughs) You know, because I just churn out recipes now. And it's like on the side, you know, but sometimes it's like I don't want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just wrote down uh, 12 recipes last night from your blog to try and made my grocery list for it. (laughs) Love. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been it's a huge blessing, and I'm glad you know that God worked it out that way. Um, and as my children grow, who knows how it'll change? Yeah, because it is you know if I didn't have my kids and I wasn't as busy, it is a a source of you know creative output, I guess, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, 
most people really like when I ask questions. So at the end, I pulled four questions that I didn't go over with you. So they're going to be a surprise that I wanted to ask you. Just general questions from the question cards. Um, the first one is, uh, who have been your role models? What have you learned from them? Mm. <laughs> um, definitely our grandmas. Yeah. And our mother. Um, I, I believe that my goal, or not my goal, my, why I'm here is to pass on the legacy of faith that I received from them. Yeah. And pass it on to my kids and to my grandkids. That's like my goal in life, my purpose in life. And so I didn't know that they had such an impact on me until they were I know. Gone. Isn't that crazy? And you don't realize, like, you know, they prayed for you all yeah. the time. You know, and I have so much respect for our parents who do it, do the same thing for us. I know. You know, they took that baton. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have to say grand, grandmothers and our mom. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's a good answer. Um, number two, describe a perfect day for you. Um, if you got one. <laughs> I love to be out in the woods, hiking, being on the lake with my family, just being in nature. Or traveling and going to new places, too. I like doing that. Just being with my family and being outside. Yeah, weather pending. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful weather. <laughs> um, so, number three, what do you now understand about yourself that you didn't understand in the past? Oh, I don't understand myself. <laughs> Total honesty. <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I understand anything better now than I used to. So when you think about what, you know, that old saying where they say what I wish I knew what I know now when I was younger. Yeah, what you were told about yeah. yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was really, I still am insecure. Like in social situations, I have insecurity. Like new people. You know, not people I know already, but and yeah. that was just really intense in high school, I feel like. And looking back, it's like, okay, it really doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that's why I said I still have some of that, so it's like, I don't know. But that's, I, I, I would say that was probably an answer a lot of people would give. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the last question. Uh, share a time when someone was surprisingly generous to you. You've had so many. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Um, I was blessed to have a friend um, in junior high and high school who they were wealthy, and I was invited on several trips. And oh, so I yeah. got to experience a lot of things and go places I never would have before, and that was very generous of them. Yeah, that was a, a big life experience for you. I remember being a little bit jealous about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I'm grateful for that, you know. Yeah, because you got to travel and see some things and do some things that it just wasn't our family's way of doing vacation or time or travel. So you got to experience that at a younger age, and I'm sure that was a big impact. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for those experiences. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here today. I know um, all the people I've asked, I didn't know if they really wanted to be a part of the show or if they were just doing it out of love for me. But either way, I'm glad that you did because I wanted people to to know you, to know my family, to know my friends. That's why I did the Girlfriend Hour. I really want people to kind of be able to get to know me better by knowing the people that are closest to me and and some of the things you shared today, I didn't know or, you know, kind of opened my eyes to. And I just thank you so much for being on here today. And maybe in the future, you'll do it again if it wasn't as uh, petrifying as you may have thought. <laughs> I might be able to be talking to you. This was my podcast debut. Yay! <laughs> so check out I my sister. the only other opportunity I ever had. <laughs> oh yeah what was that I forgot you did have one what was it it was on a it was um the big it was some gardening podcast oh that's right I forgot about that and then you and said I yes to mine to <laughs> oh my gosh I feel so special <laughs> I know I, I saved it for you <laughs> Yay. for Amy with the Y <laughs> well so definitely if you want some input on homeschooling, raising kids, gardening, recipes, all the things that she does on her blog. It's a Graceful Little Honeybee. You can just Google it and find it and subscribe to that. And thank you so much for being on today. And hopefully we will do another one in the future. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye.